as God intended. Let's go. Welcome to Looking for Healing Radio, where pharmaceuticals are not medicine, but love always is. I'm your host, Dr. Jana Schmidt, naturopath and herbalist. I'm very happy to have you here today. Remember to tell all your freedom friends they can find us live and via recorded podcast at americaoutloud.com on iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Pandora Networks. And via America Out Loud phone apps, downloaded from Apple or Android. Thank you so much for joining me. I would also like to thank a sponsor of the show, Remedies, a faith-based women's all-natural wellness platform. Relax, refresh, and reclaim your calm. We have so many stressors that can throw our lives out of balance. These stressors can affect every area of our lives. That was the inspiration for their digital wellness platform created exclusively for women. Some of their features are on-demand courses from nationally recognized instructors, emotional and mental care, 24-7 resource library with downloads, and a wellness forum uniting like-minded women. You can find them at R-E-M-E-D-E-A-S-E.com. I have a wonderful show for you today, but first, I want to encourage you that no matter what your situation, a strong mind and strong body are powerful resources. I'm here to help equip and encourage you with the health tools that create and maintain strong minds and strong bodies to keep you grounded and flourishing in this hectic, hectic world. Each week, I'll share a new health tip with you, something you can utilize to build strong, healthy lifestyle, tips that are practical and easy to implement. And today, following the health tip, I'll share my story of why I chose the world of natural health and healing over the allopathic medical world. So let's get right to it. It's time to empower you with today's health tip. Because after all, knowledge is power. Our educational health tip for today focuses on coconut water. Coconut water is the clear liquid inside green coconuts. Ideally, coconuts are harvested five to seven months of growing when they contain the most water. The greatest hydration health benefits comes from drinking the water of these young green coconuts. And as the coconut matures, the liquid is replaced by coconut meat. That's the white part inside. The coconut meat is lower in electrolytes, but higher in healthy fats. You may recognize coconut milk, coconut shreds, toasted coconut, and coconut oil. And these can all be made from mature coconuts. They are delicious and nutritious parts of the coconut. But for now, let's focus on the water from a coconut. 
We know that coconut water contains high amounts of electrolytes, vitamins, and personally, I think it tastes great. But that's just the beginning for this remarkable fruit, sometimes also considered a seed. Did you know that in certain emergency situations, it's been used for IV hydration due to its high electrolyte content and similarity to blood plasma, human blood plasma. Amazing. One such story of coconut water used in this manner has its origins in World War II, when British and Japanese soldiers were given coconut water intravenously. This was done because saline solution was in short, short supply. Another report was from a corpsman in the Vietnam War that shared they would gather green coconuts whenever they could to have on hand to use in emergency medical situations, everything from hydration to cleaning wounds. This remarkable fruit or seed from a coconut palm has a long list of benefits. I'll give you a few. Coconut water is fat-free and cholesterol-free. It's super high in potassium. Get this, more potassium than bananas. One cup of coconut water contains about 600 milligrams of potassium. In comparison, a medium banana contains 420 milligrams of potassium. Coconut water has more potassium than an average sports drink. If you think about it, the main electrolyte lost when we sweat is potassium. Coconut water is my favorite, favorite natural alternative to those sugary sports drinks, such as, dare I say, Gatorade. Plus drinks like Gatorade contain preservatives, artificial flavors, and colors. Yuck. Back to potassium. We know that potassium plays a vital role in keeping the body hydrated. But did you know it also helps with kidney function, proper muscle contraction, and reducing muscle cramping. Potassium can also help balance sodium's effect on blood pressure. Coconut water is high in calcium and magnesium. Here's the breakdown. In about one cup of coconut water, there's 56 milligrams of calcium. And in one cup of coconut water, there's about 60 milligrams of magnesium. Both calcium and magnesium improve several aspects of our health, such as bone strength, mood uplifting, immunity boosting, blood sugar regulation, and quality sleep. So important. And thanks to the presence of the vitamins C, K, and E in coconut water, as well as lauric acid, coconut water can boost the production of collagen in your skin. Collagen is the protein that's responsible for the firmness and elasticity of your skin. This is a beautiful addition to anyone's skincare routine. So coconut water does contain a natural sugar called glucose, but the glycemic index of coconut water, not only is it natural, but it's considered very, very low. Okay, hang out with me for just a minute. I am going to continue to geek out on coconut water for a moment. Here we go. Coconut water contains compounds that have protective antioxidant effects. Three of the phytonutrients in coconut water that have these effects are shikimic acid, kafeic acid, and quinic acid, with ranging benefits from balanced cholesterol markers to improved liver health. 
the maximum amount of these therapeutic effects are found in the water of green coconuts. So I'll talk for a moment about these three acids specifically found in coconut water. Shikimic acid. This has been in many of my conversations for the past three years and possibly yours too. And this is why. It's not only an antibacterial, but it has antiviral activity and helps protect the cells against vascular damage. Secondly, caffeic acid. It is an antioxidant, anti-inflammatory, anti-carcinogenic, and get this, antidepressant actions. Topically, it does work wonders for protecting the skin from premature aging and sun damage with a natural SPF between five and seven. Coconut water makes a very nourishing and protective facial wash or spray because of this. And the third acid I mentioned, quinic acid, is an antiviral, antioxidant, anti-neuroinflammatory, antimicrobial, and it helps inhibit vascular inflammation. You may recognize the substance called quinine, which is related to quinic acid, and like I said, an effective antiviral, in addition to being antiparasitic. The list goes on and on of amazing benefits and nutrients within coconut water. I want to recommend when you choose coconut water for yourself, I suggest that coconut water only have one ingredient. I recommend choosing brands that are 100% coconut water without any added sugar. No added coloring, no added preservatives. And for me, I prefer no added flavorings. You may find coconut water that has pineapple juice or other flavors to it. So if you don't love the taste of coconut water on its own, try several brands as many taste different. And if you're still not crazy about the taste of plain coconut water, try incorporating it into smoothies or mixed with herbal teas, or you can even add a little fruit juice or try the ones that have fruit juice, but just be careful not to get any added preservatives and it does not need added sugar. I will share with you my favorite brands of coconut water. Number one, Taste Nirvana. Delicious. It comes in a glass jar and has a smooth toasted coconut taste. It's by far my favorite. Number two, Vita Coco. Comes in a small box, uh, also very good. I do not recommend drinking coconut water or anything else for that matter in that comes from an aluminum can. When it comes to health, aluminum is not our friend. But honestly, that's a topic for a future show. So number one, Taste Nirvana. Number two, Vita Coco. There are many brands out there. See which ones you like best, but remember, no added artificial ingredients. So I have a great story to share with you that does involve coconut water. We live in Florida and I have many coconut palms growing in our yard. In fact, that's my what's my favorite source other than the Taste Nirvana to get a coconut water. One year, we had a really strong tropical storm with winds nearing hurricane status, and it was bearing down on us quickly. I was concerned that the growing coconuts on the palms would be dislodged from the trees and become projectiles, right? Flying through the air, into our windows, into our porch, etc. So I asked my husband 
and three amazing sons if they could take all the coconuts off the palm trees before the storm came. So they went right to work with ladder and sawzall and quickly got all the coconuts off the tree before the storm hit. We put the coconuts in really large barrels and positioned them close to the house. Let me tell you, this was a good move because the storm did have very, very high winds and the coconuts would have been launched through the air doing damage everywhere. After we conducted the basic cleanup after a storm like that, I realized I had hundreds of coconuts in barrels. What was I going to do with all these coconuts? I mean, we could definitely share them with neighbors, but most of our neighbors also have coconuts. Some of them, they were picking out of their windows and porches. Um, I couldn't let these coconuts go to waste. So we drilled holes in the top of each coconut and emptied the coconut water into pitchers. Then I strained that out just to make sure there was no extra husk in it. And I packaged it and put most of it in the freezer. This was great, I thought, because now we have so much coconut water on hand at any given moment. But then I looked at the hundreds of coconuts still with meat inside and I sighed, like, what am I going to do with all these? So I asked my amazing husband and sons if they could saw the coconuts in half for me. And they did. Over the next two days, I scooped coconut meat out of these coconuts with blisters on my hands. But boy, was I happy that I had all this good coconut meat. I froze a great deal of the coconut meat as well, but I made coconut milk from so much of this coconut meat. I'm not sure if any of you have ever made your own nut milk, but it's actually very easy. I simply add to a very strong blender or Vitamix four cups of water and approximately one cup of whatever nut I choose, coconut in this case. But almonds, cashew, Brazil nuts, and hazelnuts are also favorites. Sometimes I add a little vanilla or honey or dates uh, or all three for added flavor and zoom it up for about five minutes on high. Then the liquid, I pour it through a fine strainer cloth, like cheesecloth, and I have delicious nutritious coconut milk. Side note, there is a fancy blender type appliance called an almond cow that does all of this process so quickly and easily with minimal cleanup. It's a pretty amazing little appliance. So there's actually more to the coconut use story than I've told you. So I've made this wonderful coconut milk and I took the leftover pulp that's left over after you strain the water out for the coconut milk. And I dehydrated it and then ground it into a fine flour. I had this lovely coconut flour now that I could use in any recipe that I needed flour. Honestly, I felt like a true pioneer woman utilizing all the parts of the coconut until I then realized that there were still some parts of the coconut I had not used and that was the coconut husk. I couldn't let it go to waste. I had to use coconut husk in our composting before and in some garden projects in the past, but there were way more husks to use for simply the garden or the compost. And my husband had a brilliant idea to put the dried coconut husks in our large ceramic grill. It's called a big green egg, and it gets really hot, like 600 degrees hot. 
we added a little calcium chloride to our scorched coconut husks and we got activated charcoal. Activated charcoal has so many uses like water purification, teeth whitening. I use it in a salve as a drawing agent, and it also helps with internal cleansing of the body when necessary. So you see now I have a full appreciation for the coconut and its many, many uses and benefits. But the coconut water is still my number one favorite part of the coconut. For hydration and much more, I highly urge you to consider coconut water with all its many benefits. And when you drink it, think about all the good you're doing for your body. We're going to take a short break. And when we return, I'll share some of my experiences that led me to the healing world of naturals. All of my shows go to podcasts typically a day or two after the broadcast is heard on talk radio. You can hear them on Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, and iHeart Podcasts, and many more. Be sure to subscribe and rate the show on the Apple Podcast for me. Thanks so much. We'll be right back. Whether you're an independent, a Democrat, or a Republican, one thing remains true. Airborne viruses love us equally. You've all heard Malcolm and the great Dr. Peter McCullough talk about the advanced nasal solution, Cofix Rx. Cofix is made in the USA and recommended by thousands of doctors and pharmacists nationwide. Spray goodbye to colds and flus with a Cofix Rx nasal solution cleanse. That's cofixrx.com. Save 20% by using promo code OUTLOUD at cofixrx.com. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-term effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. Fortunately, Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at the wellness company designed their spike support formula with the miracle enzyme natokinase, scientifically studied to dissolve spike protein so you can feel your very best. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Trouble getting to sleep and staying asleep is infuriating. Your mind races, you toss and turn, and the harder you try, the harder it is to drift off. And today's fast-paced digital age makes it tougher. You're not alone. Poor sleep affects over 70% of us. The CDC even labeled insufficient sleep a public health epidemic. Advanced nutrition company, Healthy Cell, created REM sleep to help you quickly fall asleep, stay asleep, sleep deep, and wake refreshed. Unlike other supplements that don't work, REM sleep is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients, supporting all four stages of sleep using calming herbs, amino acids, and sleep hormone support. Over a thousand reviews with an average star rating of over 4.4 proves it works. Take back your sleep. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. It was Henry Wadsworth Longfellow that said, Lives of great men all remind us we can make our lives sublime and departing, leave behind us footprints on the sands of time. America Out Loud Talk Radio, the liberty and justice for all. 
Hello, I'm Ben Marble, MD, and I founded MyFreeDoctor.com as a donation-supported, faith-based nonprofit with a mission to save lives by delivering free doctor visits to patients in all 50 states of America. MyFreeDoctor.com treats a broad range of health concerns like COVID-19, long COVID, sinus infections, urinary tract infections, rashes, medication refills, and more. So please visit MyFreeDoctor.com where we're healing America one person at a time. Welcome back to Looking for Healing Radio on America Out Loud. Be sure to make AmericaOutloud.com your daily stop for all the latest news and happenings. We must all do our part and share the stories, articles, podcasts, and videos so we can help secure America's future. Now, I'd like to share my story. You'll get a clearer picture of why I chose the life of all naturals and why I love it so, so much. My story in natural healing really begins with my childhood. So it was really a fairly normal childhood, or so I thought. It wasn't until I became more involved with the outside culture that I realized we were different. I was different. I definitely grew to like this different view of life. And I'm very fortunate to have early, early childhood memories, vivid ones, in fact. And I remember feeling so important and so loved. And that even when I was barely old enough to have an opinion, they valued mine. As a family, we planted and grew many different plants, fruits and vegetables and herbs. Our garden was a beautifully wondrous place for me. It was really fun for me to help choose what plants we would grow each season and help develop the garden. This became my love of botany. The garden was set fairly close to the house, so I could come and go as I pleased. And it was clear and surrounded by tall hedges and bushes. It gave me, oh my goodness, such a thrill each day to see what was new in the garden. Every day brought something new, a new blossom, a new fruit, a new creature, a new insect. It was ever-changing and always beautiful. I especially liked eating things right off the vine, like the snap beans. And honestly, many of our vegetables never made it into the house and fruits because I just couldn't wait to eat them. It definitely made for a quick, delicious, and super healthy afternoon playtime snack. So we also had chickens, and one chicken in particular escaped all the time. It just followed me around. She was my favorite, Chessie the chicken. Uh, she would follow me into the garden and we would sample the latest ripe things in the garden together. Super fun. So during this time, to give you a little context, I lived with my mom and aunties in a community hippie style life. There was another bigger house that we considered part of our community nearby. And this is where our communal doctor lived. And this was Patch Adams. Um, Patch and his community called the Rocks was definitely a favorite place to visit. Many families lived there peacefully in a big home on many acres, and there were children to play with and many places to explore. Um, my mom at one point introduced my grandmother to our good friend and communal doctor, Patch Adams. Um, this was amazing for me to watch because my grandmother had been given prescription drugs by her doctor that altered her mood. 
these eventually really started to hurt her. And I learned later that these were very popular prescriptions in the 60s and 70s given to women. Instead of actually helping her, these prescriptions made her more unstable than ever. It seemed the use of these prescription drugs uh, led her to have an exaggerated or unrealistic view of the world and worries and fears. Dr. Patch helped her understand how the drugs were hurting her and altering her mind. He guided her to make excellent nutritional choices, avoiding the harmful and including the healthy and healing. She got better so quickly under his guidance. I was enthralled by his manner and his methods. I hung on every word and every moment of health and healing where Patch was concerned. I knew I was witness to truly amazing ways in which he helped and healed people, but it wasn't until I was much older that I realized the magnitude of this blessing he'd been in my life and in so many others. Patch was a big believer in laughter and joy uh, for healing um, then and now. I don't know if any of you have seen the movie that um, portrays him during his med school days. It's actually very good. Um, and it's just called Patch Adams. I, I recommend you uh, to see that and get a little more insight. And the movie actually is the part of his life before I met him. And after that part of his life, he actually started the communal living um, community. So anyway, back to Patch. He would often say that laughter is an integral part of healing. And I grew to understand the scientific accuracy of the statement. Laughter helps raise dopamine levels. It assists in digestion. It wards off depression. Oh, and not to mention the benefit of laughing that has with, has with friends, building a sense of community and intimacy among people. Honestly, we're finding with an ever-growing amount of evidence that isolation is a serious, egregious concern of our time. It really takes its toll on people's health. I learned so much from Dr. Patch, and I'm forever grateful for his friendship and influence in natural healing then and now. So every now and then, the communal living called The Rocks would hold a gathering of food and arts and crafts. There were beautiful people everywhere with homemade things. And I learned to make candles and soap at one such gathering. And these are things I still do today and share with my family. I really loved the sense of caring and community that was effortly expressed through these gatherings. This was my normal. And odd to think now that others did not have this type of foundation growing up. I feel like it really helped me. So from a young age, my family, my community, taught and encouraged me to be a critical thinking individual and my own health advocate. They taught me how to understand the health cues that my body would give and how to heal what ails me with the right food or lifestyle or herbs. Uh, for example, if I had a stomach ache, I would go pick mint from the garden and eat it to help my tummy hurt, tummy ache. Um, if I had a headache, I would grab some chamomile flowers and we would brew them like a tea and I would drink it. If I was tired, I knew I probably should take a nap. And quite often, all I really needed was some time outside in the sunshine to feel better. 
I was not given Tylenol or ibuprofen and fast food was never on the menu for my meals. I actually don't think I tasted soda till I was maybe 15, 14, 15 years old, which by the way, I did not enjoy. It was strong and sugary. I could not understand why people liked this drink. I I suppose this was not surprising at all because I consumed very little refined sugar growing up. However, my plates and pockets were regularly filled with fresh berries, veggies, and herbs that I consumed like many of my peers ate candy. Around the same time that I was learning valuable ways of achieving natural health, at the age of five, my maternal grandmother took me to church with her, where a Sunday school teacher told me that Jesus was always with me, always listening to me, and always engaging with what I had to say. And as an only child, I was thrilled to learn of this, that the Lord was at my fingertips to hear my thoughts, prayers, and concerns. This was amazing. This opened up a whole new world for me. And at the age of five, I began talking to Jesus every day and building an amazing relationship with him. The community that I lived in was more than supportive of my interests and endeavors, including my newfound friend, Jesus. They thought it was creative and imagine that I had an imaginary friend. My family was kind and loving, caring and generous, and they loved watching me grow and feel secure. And never once did they tell me to stop talking to Jesus or make fun of me. In fact, when I was heard playing in the yard and swinging on my swing and I would be talking, someone may ask, who are you talking to? And I would respond that I wasn't talking to myself, but rather talking to Jesus. And they in turn would respond with something like, far out or right on little one. I was always encouraged to sincerely express myself, grow intellectually, creatively, and spiritually. And all these decades later, I marvel at how many of those beautiful community members from the past have developed their own relationship with Jesus today. So I'll transition for a moment to my father, who was the biggest supporter of my health independence but from a different side, from the allopathic side. My dad was a Navy SEAL corpsman who transitioned after the Vietnam War to become a physician. My mother, quite young and concerned with her husband fighting the war, was home protesting the war while he was serving in the Navy. Needless to say, their relationship was not the match they'd hoped, and predictably, their lives soon went in different directions. However, looking back, I feel like I was still able to glean what was good in each of them and in each of their lifestyles. So my father, as a physician, was like no doctor I have ever seen then or now. He was a wholesome triathlete who'd make rounds after hiking or biking for miles, and he'd give his patients care like they were his own family. I learned so much from his shining example of tireless, true dedication and exemplary health care. Growing up, my father would often put a lab coat on me and have me complete rounds with him in the rural clinic. Tagging along, I'd listen to him sincerely connect with each person and truly help them get well. Healing was literally everywhere when spending time with my father. 
He never turned down an opportunity to help people, and he would never turn away someone in need. I remember family dinners interrupted by a knock on the door with someone with an injury in need of help. He'd stitch them up right there on the kitchen table. My father was also willing to make house calls any day, any night of the week. It was such a loving example of care for others. And by bringing me into his world, I always felt linked to my father's legacy for caring for people. Many of my childhood and teen afternoons were spent consuming wisdom and empathy of my father. Sadly, I also learned that conventionally trained medical doctors like my father only take a certain approach to healing. Even though he cared with his whole heart, he was still educated in disease-specific terms, and his medical practice encompassed diagnosing patient's symptoms and prescribing a symptom-based treatment approach and possibly treatment through a pharmaceutical and surgical intervention. In the 80s, my father drew my attention to the changing normal ranges for cholesterol deemed by the American Medical Association. This was a revelation to him and very eye-opening for me. He was concerned that with the release of statin drugs that lower cholesterol, that the AMA would lower what was considered normal over and over again. Let me explain. The normal range for cholesterol deemed in 1990 was between total between 200 and 219. In 1986, it was between 240 and 259, significantly higher. And in 1983, the normal total cholesterol range that doctors would consider normal given given to by the American Medical Association 260 to 279 and it gets worse in 1970 300 300 was not blinked at if your cholesterol was 300 it was considered fine ah, so this was definitely cause for concern what was happening why would the AMA do this statin drugs were introduced in the 80s my dad made the correlation and it concerned him greatly that the release of this drug and the lowering of what was considered normal went hand in hand. You know, after all, he was first and foremost interested in the optimal health of people that trusted him. And it was not until my father had been in practice for more than 25 years that he began to actively seek more natural health knowledge. We actually learned much of this knowledge together and began working together to help people near the end of his career in life. In addition, I had a family member who was a brilliant botanist and created a highly successful natural supplement company. From the age, um, a very young age, I observed him combine analyze and certify ingredients for supplements, assessing what compounds went together and how they would work synergistically. From his work and willingness to share with me, I grew in my understanding of plants from a scientific viewpoint. Since then, I've continued his love of botany and discovering the miraculous healing power of plants. Speaking of love of botany and discovering the miraculous power of plants, 
I'd like to mention another incredible blessing sewn into my life, and that was my great-grandmother. She was a Native American Indian, Cherokee, and, get this, healing woman for her tribe. I am honored to be a part of her lineage and legacy in using plants to get well and stay well and to help others. So you see, between my father, mother, aunties, grandparents, great-grandmother, and Patch, it was no surprise that when I expressed the desire to become a doctor, they all encouraged me towards naturopathic medicine. It was an important decision, one that had been in the making for many, many years. I'll pause for a moment here, and we'll take a quick break. When we return, I'll wrap up my learning journey and share with you what I'm doing today in the natural health realm. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Looking for Healing Radio on America Out Loud. Like any flower child, I am faithful to focus on love and light in both my public and private conversations. Daily, I have the opportunity to embrace people that may feel scared or hopeless. I have the opportunity to remind them that God is the provider of everything we need. When I speak publicly or through email to those seeking guidance, I tell them as I remind myself, there's no evil that man can create that our God cannot overcome. So optimistic and gentle as I feel and present myself, there is a profound urgency to my message. I felt deep down from the time I was a little barefoot five-year-old girl picking peppermint for a tummy ache that what I need to live a remarkably healthy life can be found in what God provides, and in particular, the beautiful, curative nature of plants. Steeped in the naturals, I've been a long-time fan of botanicals instead of pharmaceutical medications. For instance, I choose to take quercetin in lieu of hydroxychloroquine. The natural alternative to ivermectin that I prefer is called sweet wormwood. Over the past three years, I have helped over 5,000 people with COVID whom have had varying ages and varying degrees of health issues prior. I am so happy to report that none of these people died, no one went to the hospital, and none have long COVID symptoms afterwards. This was done solely suggesting naturals without pharmaceutical medications. Many people did contact me for the first time when they were already in the hospital, but it made it a little more challenging, but not impossible. You know, it might surprise you to know that scientists working on behalf of pharmaceutical companies are also aware of the elements in nature that can cheaply, non-invasively, and effectively address illness. A very large percentage of pharmaceuticals are derived from natural botanicals. However, a natural plant cannot be patented. Therefore, the natural botanicals require alterations or additions to be patented and sold as a pharmaceutical. Um, I'm going to share with you a quite disturbing story um, about birch bark and a discovery by Professor Robert Carlson. So walking in the forest um, near the University of Minnesota, this chemistry professor, Robert Carlson, noticed that everything in the forest and the forest floor 
was deteriorating much faster than the birch bark. While making this observation, he was struck with an idea to further research the properties of birch bark. And as a result, Carlson became a pioneer researcher of birch bark, particularly in the form that bark made when you put it into pellets, and they called it betalin. So a prominent pharmaceutical company paid for the birch bark studies. And in the first series of lab tests, Professor Carlson showed that birch bark accelerates the generation of tissues while acting antiseptically. And it also was successful in treating herpes. Amazing. So think about this. 90% of the trees used in paper mills were being wasted, burned in boilers, and not used at all. Now there was a better solution for birch bark. Birch bark formerly incinerated could be used in beneficial natural remedies and cosmetics. Finally, the pharmaceutical company that paid for the birch bark studies killed the whole program because it couldn't make a stable enough birch bark betalin extract that they could patent. And instead of offering the natural version to the whole world, the pharmaceutical company just permanently closed the research file on the beneficial healing properties of birch bark. Even with all that overwhelming evidence that it was beneficial, birch bark had demonstrated promising evidence that could be used to help heal skin cancer and other dermatological ailments. Well, over the last 25 years, armed with this knowledge and the healing herb lessons gleaned from those before me, like my Cherokee great-grandmother and my past amazing mentor, Dr. Philip Fritchie, naturopath and master herbalist, I developed a salve many years ago. And while I'll make no claims or guarantees, it definitely has shown to help the skin benefit from the healing powers of birch bark and 14 other incredible botanicals. So I'd like to encourage you for a moment. You know, every day we make a choice to strengthen or weaken our immune systems. And among the best of those choices is the decision to seek natural preventatives and healing substances for our body in lieu of chemicals whenever possible. For example, for me, bee pollen is God's perfect whole food multivitamin and mineral. I'd much rather take God-made bee pollen than a man-made multivitamin, think about that for a moment. The bees pollinate on the plants and pick up pollen from all the flowers they visit, and then they take it back to the hive. This is an unaltered, perfect substance, and it's my daily multi. It has every vitamin and mineral known for human nutrients. Our bodies know just what to do with it and how to digest this natural substance. Now, on the other hand, a man-made multivitamin is taking, say, vitamin A from one source and D from another and C from yet another source and smashing it all together in a capsule or tablet, often the heat press, which destroys the potency. Then our digestive system says, what is this? This is not natural. Often by the time it's broken down, it's beyond the absorption stage and it becomes very taxing on the liver and kidneys and makes for expensive urine. Another natural 
example over man-made remedy is white willow bark or aspen bark also. They both contain salicylic acid, which is the main ingredient in aspirin. I would much rather drink the tea of a white willow bark to help calm pain than take an aspirin any day. Garlic is another incredible example of a natural antibacterial, and it tastes so good in so many great ways to utilize it. Rose hips and Suriname cherries are amazing sources of vitamin C. Truly my favorite source of vitamin C is to eat the Suriname cherries from our yard growing on the bush. And sunshine is by far our best source of vitamin D. And we know now, birch bark is an amazing, amazing way to help heal the skin. I I honestly could go on and on with natural choices that support our overall health um, better than anything man-made. So I I often recommend a botanical or herbal preparation in capsules or tea or tincture. Herbal medicine combines evidence-based science and traditional experience to provide safe and effective treatments that improve health. Many conventional pharmaceutical medications, like I said, are derived from plants. So as a naturopath, I look to herbal remedies to minimize unwanted side effects often caused by pharmaceutical agents. Oh, and here's a great study that I read um, recently. It's actually a series of studies that proved that dirt, yes, dirt can work in the manner like Prozac. And in most cases, way better than Prozac. Let me explain. Touching and breathing the tiny microbes in the soil acts as an antidepressant and the benefits can be felt for up to three weeks. I'm regularly in the garden tending to plants with bare hands and sometimes bare feet. And I thought when I read this, no wonder I'm so happy all the time. Having fresh flourishing garden has always been important to me. And I have spent most of my life in the garden. My amazing husband and I have raised our children holistically where we homeschooled them and surrounded by large gardens, chickens and bees. They, like me in my childhood, have embraced the life that emphasizes health, wisdom, and helping others. I I often joke that my sons are qualified to give my signature stage lectures on my behalf. (laughs) As an international pilot, my husband has given us all the opportunities to travel and embrace the world. And this has given us all the gift of a worldview of life, love, health, and healing. You know, people often ask me what my hope for the future is in health and healing. And honestly, I pray that we'll all have the resources to grow or get food that nourishes our minds and bodies and souls with dense nutrients that are provided by the plants. As a naturopath, it's so important to me that the whole body is balanced through nutritional ways like supplementation, faith, lifestyle delivered with excellence and integrity. I'm not comfortable with the wartime language and name-calling rampant in some areas of fighting for health freedom. But I must admit, it's called fighting for a reason. It only monetarily behooves the pharmaceutical companies if people remain taking their medications and remain sick. Fighting for your right to healthy choices and avenues of healings is of paramount importance to me. 
but please don't misunderstand me. I'm truly grateful for the many scientific advancements and discoveries. However, I am not impressed at all with the overuse of medication, overtesting, and the focus on monetary gain from illness. I much prefer to get to the root of a problem and help a person completely heal. Take fertility, for example. Infertility is a growing problem. Many environmental factors are working against couples hoping to have a baby. I'm endlessly passionate and highly successful, I might add, in helping couples with fertility. I actually wrote a book called The Fertility Formula that gathers collective years of wisdom in the realm of fertility. It should be out soon. So over the past 26 years, I have been blessed to help couples with a wide range of fertility issues. They can learn natural ways to conceive and carry a healthy baby full term. I believe health is in God's design for our lives, which is what compels me to persist in recommending natural ways to heal the body and help couples achieve optimal health and optimal chances for conceiving. For instance, did you know that a cell phone in a man's pocket can reduce his sperm count by 75%? And that Wi-Fi radiation is equally harmful to women and not an ideal environment for someone wanting to have a baby. There are natural ways to strengthen the body and the mind so it can function at its best. This is my focus. Remove avenues of harm, put in things that are nutritious. Nutritious. For anyone that comes to me with health issues they want to address, I spend a minimum of an hour with them learning about their lives, history, hopes, dreams. Then, one by one, we remove those avenues of harm and add nourishing botanicals and lifestyle elements, all while focusing on detoxing. And when I refer to lifestyle, I mean things like more daily sunshine, ways to reduce stress and get quality sleep, and so on. One really wonderful story of fertility I'll share with you. One Fourth of July, my family and I had a cookout with about 50 friends or so. It was super fun. And a young couple we knew, they were visiting from out of town. They were whispering back and forth when I walked by. And I heard them like say, ask her. No, no, you ask her. Not now. Ask her later. This went on for several minutes until I just said, please just ask me. <laughs> They expressed their desire to have a baby, and they'd been married for a couple of years without getting pregnant, and they wanted my advice. They had heard that I'd given advice to others, and that ultimately led to those couples having babies. So I told them that I'd be happy to help them, and we can make an official appointment the next time they were visiting in town. But in the meantime, I suggested getting the cell phones out of pockets, keeping the laptops off their laps and start taking my organic bee pollen every day. So they did. Three months later, when the young lady was in town, she came to my house for a baby's, for a friend's baby shower, ironic. I took one look at her and I knew she was pregnant. I asked her, hi, do you have anything to tell me? And she looked really puzzled. So I asked again, is there anything new you would like to share with me? A big smile came over her face and her eyes filled with tears. And she said, I'm pregnant, but I haven't told anyone yet. How did you know? Well, it was my turn for the teary-eyed smile. And I told her, it was my job and my honor to know these things. 
I honestly feel like the future of natural health looks bright. And this includes my deep desire to care about your health and provide you with useful information that you can easily incorporate to your lifestyle for a solid health foundation. This foundation you can share with others and teach your family and continue the movement for vibrant health and true wellness. We don't have to be afraid of what's around the corner or succumb to the growing hurricanes of fear that tend to sweep through our daily lives and in the media. Rather, we can find strength by simply remaining grounded in God, informed by those who truly love and care, and be prepared for the future. Being prepared for the future can mean many things. Here are my top ways to be prepared for health future. Number one, know the word of God. God is our creator. He loves us best and the most impactful wisdom to navigate this life comes from our Lord and Savior. Number two, prepare your heart. Be kind, positive, and ready to help others. Share your time and knowledge freely. Be compassionate. The world can be a really tough place, and we should always be prepared to love on and care for others. Number three, prepare your immune system. We may not know what's coming. We may not know what's coming in terms of illnesses, but we can be proactive every day in choosing ways to build our bodies and our minds stronger and stronger. This way, whatever comes, we're prepared. Also, keep on hand those elements that you know help you heal in the event you do get ill or injured or someone you know and love gets ill or injured and you are ready with those particular things that you know will help. Number four, prepare your home. Get on the same page with all the members of your household. Work together to secure a safe and healthy place to live. You can have quality water filtration systems, and I recommend growing some herbs, veggies, and fruits, enough for your whole family and a bit extra to share or trade. I love a trade. Number five, prepare your community. Engage with your community and build each other up. Learn who has special qualifications in certain areas like health, wellness, safety. You can teach each other from each person's giftings. And believe me, everyone has something valuable to offer. A sincere thank you for joining me today. I really enjoyed sharing my story with you. I'm sure you see now why I chose and chose to stay on the path of natural health. I'd like to also thank another sponsor for today's show, Jana's All Natural, where your abundant health is their highest priority. You can find them at www.janasallnatural.com. Jana's All Natural is an all-organic health and beauty and lifestyle resource. They also offer a variety of health information on the blog and video tabs. Thank you again for joining me today. I look forward to next week with you, where you'll continue to learn and grow in the realm of natural health. This is Dr. Jana Schmidt, wishing you God's blessings in knowledge, wisdom, 
and abundant health.